The Alpha Sessions. Hello everybody and welcome to The Alpha Sessions with Lucy Rowe and today Sarah Louise is back and she's very festive. Hey Lucy. Hello. You've brought all the festive cheer with you and I love that. And we were just saying, this is like possibly the first time we've had a Christmas song played. I feel so honoured. And I can't believe that because we've just had our 15th anniversary and that's a lot of that's years. That's 15 years it's of no Christmas. Of What's going on? So I'm glad you brought it with you. Yay! Um, but you've been on a few times. First yeah. time online and now we're in person, which feels just so much more natural. Um, and you've released a lot of things since you last came on. It's been a busy year. Yeah, I've been a bit sort of frantic this year, yeah. Yeah, well, in a good way, though, in a good yeah. way. Very productive kind of frantic. Yeah, and also impatient. Impatient. Yeah, I sh- I'm like, I need to release that. I need to release yeah. that. <laughs> I can't wait because mm. I think life's too short. What if something happens to me and it wasn't That's out there? That's a good point. It's a good point. And, I mean, it's all good stuff as well, and it's all varied stuff, which is it's a lot to talk about here. Most recently, Christmas album, which, hence the Christmassy Christmas Yay. that you brought with you. But also... Um, an album album called Dreamers Country. Yeah. Which are two very different projects. Totally, but I want to talk totally about more. different. Um, so how has this year been compared to, other than Frantic, how do you feel, how would you round up this year? I feel like I've been all in this year. Yeah. Um, I haven't taken any prisoners. No, <laughs> I, I've basically not had a life, basically. Yeah. Everything's been music, music, music. And, and a lot of people have said to me, when are you free? Like 2026? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it, the only way my friends catch up with me is in my Instagram stories now. Mm. Because I'm just so full on busy because I, I decided from January this year to go all in and make it the best. Because I, there was such a time where I had loads of months with all this material and I couldn't do anything with it because of um, lockdown and everything I was like right okay come on this is Mm. it I've got to focus now I can go to Nashville now I can do that so I've been to Nashville this year been to Annoyed Art this year been on a songwriting retreat it's been amazing I've done songwriting workshops met some amazing people and I feel maybe country isn't just me Mm -hmm. maybe you know I'm about more than that and a lot of people have said to me why don't you just explore what you've got? Mm. Like, you're so versatile. Why are you sticking to one area? And do you know what? This is the first time I haven't been nominated for a BCMA mm. award, but I actually feel quite liberated about it. I'm like, actually, at last. I, I might have just escaped. I'm not saying that it's not... That I'm not wanting to be there, mm. but I almost got stuck. Got stuck in this country musician world, and it's such a niche... I felt like I couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Um, and this year, my first single, Half of You, that I released was a singer-songwriter mm-hmm. single. And I felt really weird doing it, but I've, I've kind of got addicted to other genres now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let's try that. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's try that. And it's like, oh, and the next one will be dance. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just going in different areas and I'm not scared anymore because I don't, I don't feel yeah. like I've got anything to lose. Yeah. I just want to be myself and people keep telling me and have kept telling me what to do my whole life and now I'm just like <laughs> I'm just going to do what I want that's, well that's the way to do it because you don't like you say you don't want to waste time you don't want to put yourself in a box and then realise years down the line that you could have spent all this time doing what you really needed to do and wasted I, it I just but. I've just got to discover where I'm the happiest yeah that's what I've got to decide because I'm so stuck with um oh should I be doing this or sh- do you think I should do this to earn more money do you think I do? Yeah. but actually I'm trying to find my my happy mm. and finding my happy and earning money at the same time is really <laughs> difficult mm. um, it's like with, with busking I've enjoyed busking because I can sing my own songs mm. 
and it's made me realise you know what people actually do like your songs yeah. and just do it Sarah but um, there's also another part of me because I've written children's music as well I love children they're my favourite people and there and, and there's a lot of people saying to me when are you going to do some more mini vibe sessions you know you're going to do more children and I'm like oh I don't know <laughs> you know a part of me wants to but then I'm like I know if I start doing children's sessions again it will take me away from mm. Sarah Louise so I feel like I'm two different people yeah, but I'm finding my happy and trying to find where I should sit and stay and commit. Mm. This is the thing, isn't it? It's always the dilemma with creatives in general, but I think especially with musicians, where you you end up on a path and then people start to expect things from you. So you get a country audience, and you want to keep giving it to them because they love it. Yeah, and then you're like, actually, actually, do I really want, want that? It. But then equally, like if you start experimenting with loads of things, people start to say like, "Oh, she hasn't got a very serious." Like if people in the industry always got this idea yeah, that and then, you need and then to have a you've let sound. people down because yeah. you've you've explored and mm. they get used to you yeah. and they feel comfortable with you, but then they start to get annoyed with you yeah. because they you, they want to know where they are with you. Mm. But you've got to know where you are with yourself first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So I, I've experimented with a lot of things and worked with so many people this year and I feel really really grateful that I've had that opportunity mm. to create music because as long as I'm staying in creation I'm happy mm. doesn't matter do you think it's easy to get distracted by that kind of focusing on a path thinking like in a business way mm. and then you feel liberated and you start to write whatever you want to write and actually I think you kind of realise that it's more about pe- meeting people it's more about networking with well, I thought that Nashville and... was the be all and end all for me I thought mm. yeah I just want to live in Nashville I want to be in Nashville but when I went there the second time this year, I got stuck in the songwriting um, situation where people are going, right, you need to write this and you need to do this and this needs to have this hook and da 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 da. Everything's got a structure. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I don't like this. No, I don't want to write mm. for this reason. I want to write from my, from my heart. And people are saying, oh, Sarah, you know, you can't be like that. You've got to just write for someone else. Mm. If I want to write for someone else, then, yeah, that's fine. But that's not what I want to do. Mm. Like, I want to be a songwriter, but I need to feel the song that I'm writing. Mm. If I can't relate to it, doesn't mean I want to make it all about me. I just want to make it relatable for others mm. because I know that I can bring that emotion out in that song. I'm not faking it. You know, I can't just pretend that I know what that situation means. Mm. So being in Nashville was like a realisation. Oh, yeah. It's it so like a changing point. Okay, maybe it's not the be all and end all. I think it made me realise that being in Noida, in nature, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you've got to be at peace with yourself. Mm. It doesn't matter where you are, but taking some time out for myself, just that five days, even though I fell down the stairs and damaged my elbow, which meant I couldn't play guitar, (laughs) um, it made me realise it's not all about the destination, it's about where you are in here. Yeah, and true. and being in nature made me realise that I yeah. didn't need Nashville to be happy. Mm. I the reason I love Nashville so much is because the music is everywhere. Music is even if you go in the public toilet. <laughs> you know, if you get as soon as you get off the aeroplane, you hear music in the in the airport. Live music is everywhere, and that's what I love about Nashville. But mm. I don't want to get stuck in a commercial roller coaster. Right. Uh, I just want to be myself, yeah. and I feel free in nature. Yeah. 
I, I feel that about London as well. You know, it's a city thing, or like a music city. There's a mm. lot of music in London, and it's great to be around it all. But then you kind of compromise because you soak you, it up, don't you? And yeah. then you and then you go back to reality. It's like wow, yeah. fields. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh air. Oh, it's like birds, lakes, other sounds than buses. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so much more inspiring in a way. Yeah, because you can't write in chaos. Yeah. Well, sometimes I think in the unless beginning, you write chaos. Yeah, in the beginning you write chaos. And you're like, wow, this is full of so much inspiration, and then you just sort of get too full, and you need to just get it all, all out, mm. empty it out. I mean, I can understand, like when I, when I listen to people like Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. I think I wonder where he was when he wrote that. He definitely wasn't somewhere busy because yeah. he's got he's got in touch with so much emotion in his song. He must have been somewhere really free of, mm. like, because he's from Scotland. There must be lots of mountains around him, mm. right? I just think. Yeah, there's there's different ways to write. So now I'm going to give myself a once a week a trip away with my guitar, just go somewhere, mm. like a beach, a lake, or somewhere where there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, no network would be good because <laughs> I get so distracted yeah. with social media. So just to take myself off once a week, just to go somewhere and write, mm. and just write whatever comes out, like a mind map and just boom. To, you know, stick it all out on a bit of paper mm. and see what happens. And this is why this year has been so productive in terms of writing and releasing stuff um, with Dreamers Country and with the Christmas thing. Um, I, I mean, I didn't really write anything on Dreamers Country. It was all it was it all will. a selection of yeah. stuff that my my audience wanted me to sing. Yeah. So it was covers for yeah. them to say thank you for mm. supporting me. Um, and because the Now EP was last like mm-hmm. this time last year was so successful. I thought, well, it's now time to give them something back because mm-hmm. they've streamed it and got it to number one album in the, nice. yeah. in, in the iTunes charts. And that took me back. I was like, oh, people like my music, oh my God. I was so overwhelmed and so happy. I just, yeah, I loved it. Um, so this time, I haven't released an original album this year. Mm. And it's felt weird because I wanted so badly to release my album in October, which was called Five Year Plan. Mm-hmm. But um, I've spoke to a couple of my mentors and they've said, "Don't be stupid. Like, what are you doing that for? You're rushing it. Like, it's not finished. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's if it's next year now, because you know this this is called five year plan. It's ironic that it hasn't <laughs> gone to plan. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to bring it out next year now. And I compromised with putting the three songs that I wrote with Ian this year mm. on that." Yeah, Christmas album yeah. so at least I've got a little bit of my, of my originals out yeah. so that people have something because I, when I'm going busking a lot of people don't have social media and don't have Spotify mm-hmm. they're like when are we going to get the, the smile mm-hmm. on the album when are we going to get just for you on the album I'm like oh so instead of writing a jazz album which I don't have time to do I wanted to put it on the Christmas album mm-hmm. because they're the songs that I wrote with him so yeah yeah, and you played that one of your little Christmassy covers for us today, and we yeah. had a deliberation about what which one you were going to do. But I feel like have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's very, yeah. it's very nice. It's sort of like there's not there's energy to it, but it's a calm kind of energy. Well, because there's so many different versions of it, Lucy. Because yeah. like, yeah, Michael Bublé sort of hang a shining star upon the highest bough. But really, what it's about is reuniting with people that have died. Mm. But I don't like that, you know, because I just think oh, I don't want to be sad. When I'm singing it, I don't want to think yeah. sad. I want to think, come on, this is this is a chance for us all to be together and and let bygones be bygones and just be grateful for the ones that we still have with us, mm. rather than let's think about all the people that have died. And it is it's really sad times, isn't it? So yeah. it's like. 
because of it's got now in it have yourself a merry little Christmas now it's like yeah don't think about the future no. don't think about the past think about right now because that's what's happening yeah. so you can't bog yourself down with what's going to happen or what could happen just enjoy mm. everything now don't think I wish I had this I wish I had that just look at what you got yourself a merry little Christmas let your heart be light next year all our troubles will be out of sight have yourself a merry little Christmas make the tight game from now on our troubles will be miles away here we are as in olden days happy golden days of yore faithful friends that are dear to us will be near to us once more through the years we all will be together if the fates allow hang a shining star for sessions is that what you hope your music is sort of a vehicle for like optimism it's just a way of oh, totally. making people and feel and I didn't realise that what that's what I was supposed to do but someone said to me because um, last time I was in here I sung my song Sunflower mm -hmm. and it was all about positivity and self-realisation and like don't listen to your conscience unless it's good mm -hmm. and it was almost like you've got to mind your own mind and you've got to be positive. Like positive thinking, it literally leads to so many things. People can cure themselves of cancer from thinking positively. Mm. And I believe that people can get some happiness from my music. 
and it's not oh you listen to my music you should think this I love the different stories that people tell me that my music has done for them and, and I couldn't wish for a better audience where they're just sharing all the love and resharing it and then that and, and do you mean this Sarah I'm like well no but I do now you know mm. if you've got that from that brilliant I'm not yeah, there is no yeah. rules you can think what you want about the songs yeah, if that brings you joy great yeah. so yeah it's all good and how do you connect with your audience most? Because I know, like, I've seen your Spotify wrapped, which is fantastic, by the oh, way. Like, thank I saw you. something like 200,000 streams. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's so that. inconsistent, though, and it really sometimes gets me really stressed out. And, I, and right, right. lately I've had a bit of a problem because um, Spotify messaged me and said, said to me, oh, this hasn't happened, and someone's put your songs on a playlist and it's gone sky high, and we're worried that something's happening. I'm like, oh, what, what have I done now? <laughs> you know, and it stresses me out, but... Really, what's happened is, so I'll post a reel and someone will share it loads of times and then suddenly I'll go whoosh mm. and then Spotify think I've done something wrong because I get like an increase in followers like overnight and they're, they're on to me thinking I've done something <laughs> wrong and I'm like, well, I'm just being myself. <laughs> it's a bit backhanded, isn't it? Spotify getting onto independent artists. I mean, they give us like, what, 0.003 yeah. pence a stream? Yeah. And then you have, a Chill out. Bit of, you have a little bit of success and they're like, there's something wrong here. So I've really had to fight for my Spotify this year. Yeah. I've had a lot of problems with Facebook. I've had I've had scammers set up fake accounts for me. And I've just really had to plough down and yeah. go, come on. So I've focused on YouTube mm. and tried to get my subscribers up. And it's just, it's a long slog, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but, it's a long game. Like some people will shoot up straight to the top and you think, how are you doing that? But actually they might just plummet right right after that, you know. But if you just you've got to build, stay consistent. With, consistent with, that's yeah. why I want to keep releasing because mm. I don't want people to get like, oh, well, she didn't release nothing for ages. Mm. Oh, well, I'm follower, mm. and I like sharing stuff. But I've now stopped telling people to pre-order because mm. I'm getting a bit bossy. I'm like, oh god, never something. Can you pre-order it? And they're like, oh god, sorry, I only pre-ordered one yeah. two weeks ago, Sarah. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. So I'm like, you can pre-order it if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Please do thing. it. <laughs> this is the thing. How do you keep up? The consistency and and being in front of people and engaging with them without being too much. Yeah, what too is much. the balance? Where's the balance? I don't really know what the balance is. All I know is just be yourself. Yeah. Like I can't be anyone else. And if people think that I'm too much, then unfollow me because <laughs> I can't be anyone else. That's so the secret, isn't it? I'm not trying to do anything mm. or be anyone. I just I was a Madonna tribute for years, and mm. I had to go on stage and be someone else, and I'm, I was oh, sick wow. of it. I was earning money, but I wasn't happy because I was thinking, hang on, people like me because I'm Madonna. I want them to like me because mm. I'm me. Yeah. And then I forgot who me was. So I've promised myself not to do that anymore and just to mm. be me now. Yeah. Because yeah, there's too many other people are taken. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. It's difficult to like be in that industry and get wrapped up in thinking that you need to like, present yourself a certain way. And then I think when, you, when it clicks, when you realise that actually there are people out there who will naturally just like me for me. And sometimes it takes a while to find them because they're not right in front of you. But then I the think, more you I get think out learning there, to not give a you know what yeah. helps because you've got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. If you are your totally authentic self and you've lost people, good. Mm -hmm. Because that makes room for new. The people that actually really do like you. Yeah. And there isn't any time to be fake. Like we're literally here. Everybody's here for the first time and one only time. Mm -hmm. So don't fake it for anyone, mm. let alone yourself. Like, just be who you want to be. Yeah. I think it's the same for making your little community of musicians as well. Like the people you work with and produce with and write with you sort of go through a lot of these little avenues, like in Nashville, in writing rooms, and you start to think, like, do I like these people? Do I like being around this industry? 
and then eventually you find the people that you naturally that you actually love that like you're friends with and you realize that they they understand you I met so you. many amazing people in Nashville and do you know what some of them said to me things like you're really inspiring, Sarah. You know, just just to be around you just is so refreshing. I'm like, really? Mm. <laughs> and and coming from people that live in Nashville, and for them to say that to me yeah. just makes me feel really good. Mm. And I left crying my eyes out thinking <laughs> I was leaving my family because I just made such good connections with them. But I know that they're friends for life. Yeah. Because we're connected musically like that, and it's just really special, really special community. Like, I I don't know about you, but when you're in this industry everybody feels like family mm. and it feels like a small circle because everybody kind of knows a little bit about what people are doing and you hear a people's name you you don't necessarily meet them in real life but you feel like you know them already mm. just the social presence that they have you thought oh yeah I know it's like Charlotte Campbell I don't know her personally but I feel like I do because yeah. she's in the same type of boat circle, as me yeah. and I feel like I can relate to every single thing that she posts mm. and I know it's coming from her heart you just know yeah. So, yeah, I know I can spot a fake person. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned Ian earlier. Yeah. I want to go back to that because we talked to him a little bit earlier off cam. But he's, he seems like a special bond that oh, you discovered yeah. Yeah. here. And he features, I mean, you, you spoke a little bit earlier about him on the album. So how did this relationship happen? It's so funny that? because I bet you he wishes he hadn't met me now. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him. No, but um, yeah, shout out to Ian Ray because he's such a cr- an amazing creator and he is everybody's best friend on TikTok. You know, mm. people come into his lives for calm and for zen mm. and for the tranquility that he provides with his music is really chilled, piano, beautiful acoustic stuff. He brings strings on board and he, he writes to videos like he'll find someone's video on tiktok and he'll create a song Mm. out of it and people are just hooked and i was hooked because i was like this is mad and i can relate to him because i'll like make up a jingle in my head on the way and i'll be tapping the steering wheel and i'll start singing a song and i'm like he does exactly the same sort of thing and i feel like when we're together like in the room i'll start singing something and he'll join in and we'll just make up a song like let's record that um because it's fun and he brings the fun back into music for me And then I say, should we write a song together? And he's like, well, you can't just write a song in a day, Sarah. You know. And he's mm. been sort of winding me up saying, you're not a country singer. Why don't you sing jazz? You're really good at jazz. I'm like, jazz? Pfft, no, I'm not singing jazz. And it's turned into a bit of a thing. And then we wrote a song and it was a jazz song. Mm. And because it got to like our first song that we wrote together, we wrote in one day. It was almost like a, ha ha, you said we couldn't write a song. And now we have. And now it's gone to number two. Ha ha. Um, and then I said to him, because he was so good at that, I was like, oh, Ian, could you help me write a song for my mum's birthday, please? Because my mum has noticed that I've got a song for my daughter, a song for my dad, a song for my grandparents, Uh-oh. one for my friend. <laughs> and it's just like, well, am I going to get one then? Hang on a second. I was like, you can't ask for a song, mum. You, you, you just can't. <laughs> you have to wait to get given one. So for her 70th, I surprised her with a song. Mm. And it was really special because I wrote it with Ian and Ian's wife helped me as well because she's obviously oh, a mum and I was like what do you think I should say here more than she's like well how about this and blah, blah, blah. oh it was just so hard to put it together but when I finally did mm. I was like yeah that's the one because my mum introduced me to musicals I wanted to make it a little bit like a musical yeah. Um, yeah and I was just really happy that Ian helped me and then and then it got to number one. I, I said to people, right, because I did like a private Facebook post and I was like, hi everyone, if you could make my day mm. and pre-order this for my mum's birthday, I want to release it on her birthday. If you can get this to number one, it would mean a lot. Mm. And they did. And they did. I couldn't believe it. I was just <laughs> like, what? 
And then I literally went busking that day and sang it live on FaceTime to my mum in Culver Square oh, in Colchester. And I was like, look, mum, they all said happy birthday to you and your song number one. <laughs> <laughs> it was really special. And yeah, that's why I chose to sing that today because that's been quite yeah. a highlight this year, that mm. song. Yeah. It's, it's a different genre for me, but it's helped me come to realise you're not just the country singer Sarah, mm. you know. Sometimes a song just brings back a memory You hear it played and suddenly it takes you back a while As the years go by, I remember the things you said The thoughtful things you did for me that always made me smile It's my song for you I hope you know It's my song just for you And the memories will always be there Our special holidays that you plan for all the family It always meant so much to me to spend some time stories until dark I thought they were all true It's my song for you I hope you know how much I care It's my song just for you and the Alpha Sessions. 
And you've been in the charts a few times now. I saw you on the iTunes, iTunes yeah. charts. How did you get into that world? Like, was it always accident? It's always just like, you piss me well, out. Well, it's because I, I was learning. And yeah. I was like, why do all these people keep getting number ones? I want to get to number one. <laughs> <laughs> so I started getting jealous. Like, that's not a good trait to have, jealousy. But I was like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Come yeah. on. What? So basically, it's creating the algorithm mm. before the song is out. Mm-hmm. That is that is key. So pre-order dates are so important yeah. because it gets them to the algorithm and then it becomes popular. Mm-hmm. So it's popularity and then you get in front of Dolly Parton and Shania Twain for a minute. <laughs> well, and then they get back in and they're like, shut up, Sarah, I'm back now. <laughs> well, it's a great achievement, though. But still. like Keith Urban, I, yeah. I made a joke because uh, Rosa Parks Boulevard... Yeah got to number one and I was like hey Keith I've knocked you <laughs> off the charts <laughs> and then it's straight back down I reckon I got a little bit complacent oh, there no, don't. but no I just I just wanted to have fun with it but I realised you don't get too used to it mm. you know without labels you can't stay there because it's just not feasible because unless you're paying so much money for PR you're not going to be able to stay mm. there but the fact that you can be there a little while just feels good yeah, just feels yeah. Uh, enough people care enough to order my song yeah and that's what it is and you get to chart for a little bit and then people notice like radio stations will contact you and mm. say oh you're in the top 10 can we play your song I'm like yeah yeah imagine yeah imagine no as you know you're not allowed to play so I'm not sending you a Dropbox link for that no yeah but that special moment it's enough isn't it just that little drop in the ocean yeah and it gives you confidence to go on and on and on yeah exactly and people just see it for a minute and then your audience completely changes but I'm like, my key is now like this this year I would have loved to get in the singer songwriter charts as number one yeah. but I didn't but it's cool because I got to number seven. Oh wow oh and I got to number three so what, what more do you need yeah yeah but, 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 but it basically means and then and my friend Nick said to me who I met at Annoyed Art he's like Sarah you are obsessed with chart positions you need to get over it <laughs> and I was like I can't it gets addictive though when it you start really watching is. numbers it's a drug it, yeah when you start watching numbers you can't stop watching no, them no I literally I'm in bed like this I'm going checking it oh, first thing I'm on 743 streams that's not enough though. <laughs> <laughs> and then one day I dropped my phone on my lip made it bleed <laughs> because I was so tired and I was like, you've got to stop yeah, this. Yeah, that's life telling you, stop this, Sarah. Yeah, stop. it literally punched me in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think being, you can't really replace being in front of people, like busking, because you're on the busking circuit as well, and just being live, being there in front of people, you can't really replace that. Because the number, it reflect, it's reflected in the numbers as well, when you get out there. But if you see people on, on a, on a, um, virtually that yeah. are listening to your music, it's a, it's a, it's a lift because I'm like, wow, 7,000 people have listened to it in Japan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but when you're, if I had 7,000 people in Japan in front of me, that's going to be so much better, right? So I think Thank I'll you. go to Japan next year. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would yeah, love go, to go. sing in Japan and just get yeah. that drug even more, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, just to be surrounded with people that appreciate my music. It's just yeah. amazing. It's mm-hmm. not like vain but it's it's, it's giving back yeah. it's they're restoring my energy to go again mm. and I think that's the other good thing about watching if you're going to watch digital stuff don't look at the streams look at the countries look at where in the world people are listening to you and then you realise that you've probably never met any of those people and there's like no. hundreds of people well, in Japan well it's when I see the videos that they've created from my songs yeah. and they're like yeah it's going on and on and on and I just thank every single one but then I then I think hang on there's 7,000 of these I can't thank every single mm. 7,000 but I want to mm. I make it my thing now I'm like every day I like set an alarm on my phone like right check your song stats mm. go thank all the people that have created videos mm. and I'm, I'm getting 
getting round to it. Yeah. Because I just want them to know, even if I just put, like everyone that's created a video with sunflower, I try and go on and comment, thank you, with a sunflower. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my God, you sang this? I'm like, yeah, but mm -hmm. thank you for using my song in your video. Because it means a lot. Yeah. Because it does. Yeah. If you engage with it, and it just gives back, and it gives back, and it's a snowball effect. That's how it? I've cre that's how I got another thousand followers this year. Yeah. From people using my videos, and for me thanking them for it, because mm. Instagram don't always link your profile to your songs. Mm. It takes ages for that. So I like to try and just keep in people's hearts. Reality. You know. Yeah, it's just all about reality, isn't it? Like you can't. Yeah. Really, you can't replace it. Mm -mm. But is that why live is always a big thing for you? Because you perform quite a lot. I, I saw your October. Like lists of dates one time, and it's just like listen, listen, listen. Yeah, dates. I was tired even looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I've stopped doing that as much now because, well, I haven't because December's full on. But <laughs> I, but I just stops. I'm trying not to do too much. Yeah. Because I need a break. Like <laughs> my daughter's right. living back at my house now, and yeah. we've now got this thing where we watch Celebrity every night. And I know that's stupid because I don't watch telly. I don't have time mm. for television. But I've just because that's what I've told myself. I don't have time for telly. Like, my friends it. will send me Instagram reels. I'm like, oh, I've got time to watch them. But mm. why haven't I? Mm. My friends are engaging with me. They want me to see something. I should look at that reel. Mm. Make time for that. Mm. And I try. I say to my daughter, I say, come on then, let's, let's, let's do it. She goes, well, get off your phone then. So I have to put my phone over there yeah. so that I'm literally just with her that whole hour. Yeah. Because otherwise I won't make time for it. And then just, just disappears, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's important. Isn't and then it? she's an adult before I know it. I know, but then it's hard to not play live when it's something that you just love to do because mm. it takes so much time and a lot of energy and, and in this weather as well, busking outside. But letting yeah. go of that, it's just like, it's a natural part of you. Well, I have kind well. of said to some coffee shops, can I come in now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I sing in here? I should <laughs> so. Have you got any gigs coming up? Yeah, I've got... Um, so but lots of private parties this year, mm. which is cool because I've got most of them from, from busking. Mm -hmm. So I've got some private parties in Woodbridge and I'm also singing at a Christmas party in Kelvedon. I'm singing at a Christmas um, meal, a get-together in Old Cone. So, so I'm sort of Essex-based mm. this December. Um, but I haven't got any public gigs for people to go to because people have booked me in for their private oh, parties wow. for yeah. Christmas. So everyone's going, well, where are, you, where are you going to be that we can play? So that's why I've put on some busking dates so that people can come uh, and see, see me. Because yeah. otherwise they can't see me before Christmas. Yeah. And I've got albums that they want to buy <laughs> and they want to get them for Christmas presents. Mm. And it's just nice to see people mm. at this festive time mm. of year and have fun with them. Do you get to sing your originals when you do these events and weddings and things? Or do you yeah, I, I throw one in, yeah. How's the reaction? Do you feel I a love, difference? I, they love it. I, sometimes I'm like, oh, shall I, shall I, shall I? And then they love it. They go, what's that? And I'm like, what's my yeah. song? They go, oh, it's brilliant. I'm like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rejoice. So, like, I do one a set. So okay. the what I've been doing is Rosa Parks Boulevard, mm. Be Real, which are all quite upbeat and fun. Mm -hmm. I just want people to get involved in that. And Sunflower, mm. because... I love it when the children come up to me and mm. then I put sunflowers in their hair and then oh, tell them, like, help them, they help me with the song. Yeah. Because um, the guy that produced the song with me, his daughter came in the studio and was like, Sarah, I love sunflowers. It's my most favourite flower. And, mm. and that's why she was in my song because she said, sunflowers are amazing because they just love you for who you are. <laughs> and they stand to the sun and shine and they help you shine. Mm. and they help each other shine and the way that she was talking about sunflowers was like that's exactly what the song's about and then everybody in my group was saying why don't you let her sing in your song I was like, mm. what a great idea so that's why she's in that 
So every time I sing a sunflower, I want to get children involved because yeah, you kind of want to help them be positive. Yeah, yeah, and it, it helps their confidence, yeah, doesn't it? That's your kind of mood, I think. There's very like, there's a calmness, but it's a confidence. It's just like I try and give out sunflowers when I'm busking, yeah. so and they're like, "What's this for?" I'm like, "Check it out. Just take it. Just just, <laughs> just look at it and realize you you know yeah. this is a happy little flower." Yeah. Now the last song you play for us, bit of an exclusive. Yeah. Um, which I was very excited about. We love an exclusive. And it's not, I mean, it's not sad, but it's definitely, it's mellow. It's got a... a it's not me at all. It's, well, we've talked about this a lot already, but the, the sound is changing. Um, tell me a bit about I Am Angel. So, um, when I was talking about I Am Retreat uh, this year, well, two, actually, um, and we got given a task to write a song about nature, and I was put in a group with Carol and Richard, great people and Carol is hilarious because she was like right come on let's write a banger yeah. <laughs> she's, she's got she's a scouser bless her and she's just come on let's write a banger and I just love her for that I call her Carol banger because she always <laughs> wants to write a banger bless her but but literally we had to get serious mm. and me and her are getting serious that's a big deal <laughs> and poor Richard who was in the room with us he was like head in his hands the whole time he's like, give me strength but we were like okay come on what's your favourite thing about nature yeah. and we all went round and she went murmurations and as mm. soon as she said murmurations I'm in I'm like mm. oh yeah and it totally made me realise how much I loved that but mm. because she's reminded me I loved that it was a sign to, get, to write a song about mm. murmurations and about how they like come together as one mm. and create all the different beautiful shapes but they just know and they trust each other mm. and I just said well it wouldn't it be nice if people trusted each other like birds do mm. and how people in life should come together and you know be united um, and then we just come up with the melody mm. and it's like follow me and, and Carol said follow me I will save you I was like where did that come from? Because I don't know. And then, and then we googled murmurations, what the meaning of it was. And as Carol was reading it to me about the meaning of murmurations, I was writing all this stuff down, going spheres and planes, moving waves, safety in numbers, da da da. I'm like, oh, we could just literally. And then Richard played something on guitar. I was mucking around like um, with finger picking, and I was like, safety in numbers. Oh, <laughs> we could do something with that. And it just developed. And then when Shelley and Paul, who who are our mentors, came in, they were like, "Well, oh, this is amazing! Like, how has this happened?" Mm. And they loved it. And when we performed it, we got such because you, you all do a playback at the end of it, and we played it back, and everybody was like, "They said it's goosey. It's like oh, it's really got to me. It's really moving." And because I was so serious for once, I think people were really listening. And I thought, well, maybe we should record that then. Let's just get that out there. Mm. And again, very impatient. And we got <laughs> Ollie involved to produce it. And he put all the strings in cause to lift it up a bit more. And yeah, I just, I really like singing it because it feels, it feels positive in a moving way. It feels like it grips and touches, um, I don't know, parts of life that people don't think they need to, touch if that makes sense yeah I think we need something like that now like in this current the state mm, of the world with what's going that, on yeah. it's like hang on stop and think yeah. don't sweep over it don't sweep it under the carpet L actually listen and have a look around at what's going on like you don't realise how grateful you should be because you've got food and water mm. and a home mm. that's not been crushed you know really people don't have the right to moan sometimes <laughs> and it annoys me but 
yeah, I just think it's a realisation. Mm -hmm. And Christmas songs, happy, happy. And like when I was busking the other day, someone said, stop spreading joy because you're sticking the knife in. I was a bit offended at that. But then I thought about in reflection, I thought, well, maybe he's really that sad and he just wants someone to notice him. Mm -hmm. And I get it. And that's why I think this song might help at Christmas Mm -hmm. because it might make people think, actually, it's not always joyful. Some people do actually need to sit and think about yeah. what's going on. Just reflect a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But it was beautiful and we really enjoyed it. So oh, thank thanks for you. playing it for us. And it's coming out, is it a secret when it's coming out? Or is it out there? The 22nd. Um, well, so there has been discussions that hold back a bit because yeah. it's not so Christmassy. But I'm really wow. positive about its release because people are off over Christmas and that give them a chance to listen to it and... Whereas going back to work after Christmas, busy, 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 yeah. people haven't really yeah. got time. Yeah. Whereas over Christmas, people might actually appreciate it a bit more. Well, trust your instincts, because it seems that you doing yes. you is working very well. Oh, thank <laughs> you, see? See, if anyone, if anyone wants to find you and spread more of your positive energy everywhere, where can they find you? Okay, well, I am now Sarah Louise Music Official. Bit of a mouthful. There's a lot of Sarah Louises out there. Yeah. And I just want to be the only singer Sarah Louise. So, Sarah Louise Music Official, but I'm on YouTube as Sarah Louise Music. Beautiful. And go and enjoy the Christmas tunes, or the non-Christmas tunes, the wintry tunes, the gigs, yeah. the joy. Thanks Thank for coming you. in. Thank you, Lucy. Thanks for chatting to me and understanding what I'm talking about. My pleasure. <laughs> Oh,